Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-added tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present, and let's dive in. So firstly, I got to ask this question. Who's who's been on an underground train where it's really hot and stuffy? Some of you who are working in the city, for example, who's been on a train where it's really hot and stuffy, wherever you are in, in the UK, Australia? You've had that experience, right, where you're stuck in a train and it's really hot, stuffy. You can't really do much about it. And you're kind of your temper is beginning to kind of flare because, you know, it's just too much going on. Right. You've had that experience. Right. And that's kind of what I've been experiencing recently. Really not a nice feeling. And I just wanted to share a little bit about an experience that I've had, which I think might be valuable. So here's the thing. I was on the underground and I was stuck in a carriage and this was wasn't that long ago. I was stuck in a carriage and it was hot. Uh, now, it was an overground train. It was a metropolitan line, for those of you who know, know what that is. So it was an overground train, but it was just really hot. The AC wasn't working. Uh, the carriage was crowded. There were babies crying and there were people playing their music quite loudly. And I was not in a good mood. And I don't know if you can relate to this. I've definitely had that and it's not been a nice experience. So I was kind of really beginning to kind of tick over and getting more and more progressively annoyed with the situation. And here's the thing. I was just trying just to enjoy something on my phone. I was just trying to read something, but I kept getting distracted because it's just too much going on. And it was just really annoying. And the sound of the music with people blaring their headphones, it was too loud, babies crying. It was just too much. And I realized that there was something I could do about it but I wasn't doing something about it. What I could have done is I could have put my headphones on. Eventually I did. I put my headphones on, put the music up loud. And then I just changed carriage. When the train stopped somewhere, I just moved to a carriage. There were slightly less people. I stood by the window. So by standing by the window, there was a fresh air coming. There was fresh breeze coming. And suddenly it wasn't as bad as what it was a few minutes before. And so what I want to talk about here about minding our own business is a concept called the circle of influence. Now, those of you who are familiar with Stephen Covey and that kind of thing, uh, some of those speakers, you'll understand and you'll appreciate this. But the circle of influence is what I want to talk about. And that's what the theme of this is, why I called it mind your own business. A lot of times we're too busy trying to control or influence the stuff that we can't instead of actually focusing on the stuff that we can where we can make a difference. I want to introduce you to the circle of influence because I think it can really play out here. Take a look at this. So this is the circle of influence right here. So what the circle of influence is showing is the stuff in your life that you can directly control is right here in the center. 
Not everything in your life you can control, right? We all know that dumb comment. We all know this. But the circle of control right here in the middle is the stuff that you have a direct, immediate impact over. So, for example, the way you breathe, the way, you, the way you're processing your emotions here and now, the, your physical state, your kinesthetic state, that is your posture. Are you slouched like this or are you upright? Are you, is, are you, is, are you standing strong? Are you breathing well? Are your emotions in check? This is all under your circle of control. It's within your immediate control. Your faculties, your mental and physical faculties fall under your circle of control. The next circle is the circle of influence. This is the stuff that you can impact and influence in the short to medium term. For example, your living environment, to a degree, you might be able to change that. Your room, for example, you could change the layout of your room, your living space, your workspace, your desk area, you might be able to change where you go to work out, um, places that you hang out, where you eat, the friends you hang out with to a degree. This is all within your circle of influence. It's stuff that you can impact or affect within the short to medium term. Then thirdly, you've got your circle of concern. And your circle of concern is that area which is not really directly within your control. You may want to have it. It's an area which is one on the one hand, something that's short, long to a longer term area where you'd like to aspire, you have your ambitions, or it's also represented the area that you can't directly control. It's something that you're concerned about, but you can't really do very much about. For example, your workplace culture, or you may not be able to change your job here and now because your financial circumstances don't allow. You may not be able to change your family, right? So this is all within your circle of concern. That is you're concerned about that situation, person, place, or event or activity, but you can't do a huge amount. Here on the center, you could do a lot about. And what I want to say, therefore, is when I was in the train with that analogy, for me, I was focused too too much on this circle of concern, right? The baby's crying, the music that was going on around me, the people chattering away, and it was all annoying me, and I was too focused here. When all I needed to do was shift my focus to here, the circle of control. What can I control? I can use headphones. I can put headphones on. I can change the carriage that I'm in. I can stand nearby a window. And the moment I moved from here to here, I was able to make an impact straight away, a real tangible impact on my situation. And I prospered. And that's what I want to put to you here. Where are you spending your time? where you might not be having much impact because you don't have much control. You don't have much influence. You can't affect that situation. You might be spending too much time. And in fact, most people do. They spend too much time here, which means they're very reactive rather than here where you can be really proactive. Here's where you've got the control. You can be proactive. I want to give a couple of examples uh, that might relate to you, you know, in your personal thing. Say, for example, at work, you're feeling undervalued and overworked for example, right? And you're feeling this feeling at work, you've had it for a while. Now, your circle of concern is going to say to you, well, you know, it's your, you know, it's the office politics. It's just too many office politics. Uh, it's the culture. The culture is a very hard work. I used to work at Barclays Capital. Damn, they had a super, super hardworking culture. Like they drove people really hard. At least that was my experience. Many other people felt that way. Could I change something about that culture? No. Could I change the office politics? No. I mean, I could change my job, but I couldn't at the time because financially I wasn't in a position to do so. But that's the circle of concern. Now, look at the circle of control. Here's what we can do. You could reprioritize your workloads. You could start saying no to certain things and taking stuff off your work stack. 
you could speak to your office manager, you could speak to your hiring manager, your direct manager, your line manager, and say, explain to them that, look, you're having these challenges. What can we do about it? You could speak to HR. You could change the way you work and the style and modality of your work. So those things fall within your circle of control. So it's far better to move, to start dealing with this from your circle of control rather than being overly concerned at your circle of concern because you can't do much about those things. Let's talk about health. Let's say, for example, you're too busy. Let's say you know that your health is not where it needs to be, right? A lot of us have this. And let's say you're too busy to do the gym, too busy, don't have enough time to cook properly, do your meals, join a fitness camp, training program, whatever, right? So you're so caught up in your circle of concern I can't do this. I don't have enough time. I can't cook meals. I can't do my 10,000 steps a day. I can't hit the gym three times a week. I don't know how to sort out my meals. And you're caught up here and you're trying to solve this problem on your circle of concern level. Whereas wait a second, pause, take a break. What can you concern? What can you control? Well, you could start by just doing simple things that you do have control over. That's what I mean. Coming back and bringing it into your circle of control, you could, for example, start walking every day. Just increase extra walking. We've all heard it, right? Get off an extra station earlier, walk to your, do your commute. If you're taking work calls, consider taking some calls while you're standing up and walking. Aim to get 3,000 steps in. If you don't have it, get a pedometer. You could get a pedometer. You could start counting your steps. Forget about 10,000. Just aim to get 2,000 a day. For example, now that's within your circle of control, right in the center there, creating daily micro habits. And that's what I found for myself, eating simpler. Listen, if it's too complicated to come up with a meal plan, guess what? Cut one meal, right? Unless you're diabetic and there's a problem, cut a meal out. Just by cutting one meal out a day, you could be saving anywhere between three and 800, a thousand calories for some people. Immediately you've cut down your calories and you inc you've increased your energetic expenditure by walking. Suddenly, you're doing things within your circle of control that are easier, viable, tangible, and straightaway impactable. And that's what I'm talking about. What about family discord? Let's say that you're living in a household where there's discord, there's arguments between family members, you're not feeling great about it, and there are arguments going on, and you're trying to change them, right? And then you're getting into more arguments because you're trying to change your family members, and then you keep clashing, right? Well, that's your circle of concern. You're concerned. Of course you are. Naturally, you want there to be peace or you want there to be um, a little bit more of a calmer atmosphere at home, but you're concerned and you're trying to change others. But wait a minute. What about changing yourself? Maybe you could change the way you behave yourself or change the way you interact with them so you don't interact as much with them at certain given times when they're high stress. You could change the way you present yourself to them. So suddenly you're starting to take back control of the stuff that you can control then giving away the power to stuff that we can't. So I just want to share that with you. You know, this is some of the realizations I have. And I can't tell you how many clients we have for our coaching, in our coaching practice, where they come along and they come with this list of things. And you'll be surprised that sometimes half the things on their concerns list when they come to us as clients are due to things that are in their circle of concern and therefore, AKA, they can't do very much about rather than dealing with the things that they can control. And therefore, as part of coaching, of course, we take them from this outside position and we take them here. Get to the circle of control where you can control. What is it that you can control? And I think the more we do that, the more we put ourselves in a more proactive position, right? Then, oh shit, I can't do anything about it. I'm constantly reacting in firefighting position. And then you're always in the backseat because... Life is taking you for a ride instead of you trying to take some degree of control over the things that you can.
So hopefully that's helpful. It's helped you in some way. You'll give it some thought. I'd love to hear in the comments, what do you regard as things that are now based on this in your circle of concern? And what are you going to do about it by looking to control the things that can be brought into or are into, and you've overlooked them, into your circle of control or your circle of influence? That's where we want to be. When we're in the circle of control or the circle of influence, just a quick recap, we want to be here or here. We don't want to be out here. Here and here, circle of control, circle of influence, gives us a more proactive approach in the stuff that we've got to do. Not here where it's all reactive. So where are you going to apply your circle of control and circle of influence? Hey, folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire, and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments. Subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.